Hey, Hesbos. It's a new episode. Unless you've already heard this. It's, I don't know if it's a new, I mean, how do I know if it's a new episode? There's no way to know. I mean, it's new right now in this present moment because we're just starting. But I mean, who am I to say it's new to them? I don't know what version of them is listening to this. Anyways, follow us. Dude. Instagram. I need to lie down. (laughs) Instagram. What's the other one? YouTube. YouTube's a big one for us. Patreon.com slash Hesby Street. Patreon. Honestly, if you just forget YouTube and Instagram. and Just do do that one. Get an extra episode every Friday. Plus, starting now, we're going back to new other stuff. We're going to give you new other stuff. We have decided to... We go... Listen, we have months of trying harder. And months of trying a little less. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, for the rest of 2021, we're going to be trying harder. Yeah. If you're listening to this in January 2022, go back and no promises. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the show. Dude, you got like a Monday motivation energy to you. Did you look, did you look up the hashtag motivation Monday? I think what it is, is uh, my, my uh, calendar of the day word was it just said this is the last one make it count and then i scrolled the i flipped the rest of the and they would they were all blank oh shit yeah so you took it beyond this is the last word on this roll of toilet <laughs> I was like, paper I think this could be it <laughs> this is your last chance at life i could be yeah damn yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're like saying hi to every attractive girl you go torio thought i'd take a shot <laughs> what's your situation <laughs> they're like still your mom <laughs> well you are a beauty <laughs> Carry on, Vicky. <laughs> that was a terrible joke, but I did talk to my mom before this drive. And you know what? I told her, have a great day. You're right. I am in a good mood. That's good. I was like, make yourself have a great day. Dude. Force it upon yourself. Welcome to the school of Zach Chapeloni, man. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm in an okay mood, you know? I'm trying to enjoy LA. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. you know what I mean? I think it's a lot of faking it till you make it. Right. Trying to get in that headspace. Right. You're just like revving that lawnmower engine, trying uh-huh. to get it kicked into mm-hmm. like. And listen, when you're, uh, I don't think I'm like bipolar, but I think I have some bipolar tendencies. Yeah. So when you have the highs, you gotta, you gotta try to take advantage of them. You gotta be present. Because next week I will not leave my bed. Right. Right. So, so you have to make it count. To me, there's comfort in that. Like, okay, next week I'm, I'm going to be in bed, like bedridden with yeah. like sadness. Mm-hmm. So now, it's almost like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Like, let me, like let me eating tell healthy. You, before you continue, there is uh, there's no comfort in it. But go ahead. Okay, but like eating healthy, right? <laughs> uh huh. No, I understand. It's like hopeless, mm-hmm. you know, because <laughs> you know pizza's around the corner. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> it's just end. Waiting there. It's gonna end with with one friend's phone call going, uh-huh. "Hey man, I'm only in town for a night. Like, let's grab dinner." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's." Um, I can give you this meal I prepped, <laughs> you know, like, and we can sit. Or I found this mozzarella truck. Like, <laughs> right. It's a mozzarella truck. And like, yeah, they do every kind of mozzarella. And they're famous for it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll see you there. Food trucks give you that that vibe of like, we're the big game that you missed. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, they're starting in, in some of it. And it used to be like that. Yeah. Where it was like food trucks crushed it. Mm-hmm. And now some of them, I'm like, you suck. Like too many people are doing it. Yeah. Also when they expand. Yeah. Anywhere that opens like a second location, Mm -hmm. you're like, well, we only had one cashier that gave a fuck. (laughs) Now we need four. (laughs) Uh, um, Anyway, yeah, what I was trying to say was like, I find comfort in um, knowing that there's an end, you know? So like if we're, 
if we're working hard on for the weekend exactly yeah honestly yeah like working uh-huh. working hard for the weekend yeah. everybody should be working for the weekend <laughs> except for comics it's backwards yeah society has cast comics aside and we are working pretty much away from the weekend yes but if you want to hang out on a monday through wednesday during the day we're available or if you like to stand in the back of an open mic and have a few cocktails, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> that happens to be my current habitat. Um, did a show two nights ago that I need to tell the Hezbos out there about. Okay, I can't wait. Set the scene. Okay. Where are we? We are in a hostel in Santa Monica. Oh, I've done this show. It's called Comedy in English. Comedy in English. And they call it Comedy in English so that the people staying at the hostel know, hey, this is going to be in English. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. put that together. I was like, oh, because it's a, a lot of international name. people. If yeah, I remember right. Yeah. Sorry. So it wasn't. I'll stop interrupting. That's okay. No, no, jump in whenever. Um, there weren't that many internationals. Okay. So here's here's what happens. Uh, I show up there. Uh, I see a, a fellow Bay Area comic also booked on the show who lives in LA now, Matt Lieb. No, Matt Lieb, friend of the pod. I don't know about that. Maybe very good friend of the pod. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I don't very know, funny. I don't know if he's heard the pod. <laughs> I'm sure he hasn't. Uh, but he, are you aware that he's like blocked me on? No. Stuff? Oh yeah, we we're like. Uh, I we was can, not aware of that. Maybe we get into that on the Patreon. Pod. Okay, let's talk. Uh, yeah, juicy gossip for patrons yeah, only. Yeah, yeah, patrons only. Patrons only get this juice. Come for that gossip. We should have a juice box that says "goss shirt." For oh, and only for the patrons. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, can it just be Ryan Gosling merch? Oh, Let's make juicy it really Goss. vague. Okay, like a gusher. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a gusher of Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you writing it down? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Don't. This is why we need a producer. <laughs> Job's still open, by the way. <laughs> All we have to do is listen to this podcast again. Yeah, we should. I'd rather write it down, <laughs> which I won't do. Okay. So, um, and anyway, yeah, Matt Lieb, regardless of where you two stand, is incredible, is, is incredible funny. comedic mind. He's very funny, yes. and um, he uh, he and I are pretty much the only two comics on the show, mm-hmm. and we all do twenty minutes. So there's one producer, mm-hmm. and he does twenty. He usually hosts. Got it. Because. The thing about producing, you know, like if you're checking people in, your buddy, the other producer will host. Right. Because it's a lot of stress to like yeah, check yeah. people in do and a, have a good So he had set. to do both? So he basically, um, the other producer, Dahlia, was not feeling well, so she mm. couldn't make it. So she said, hey, I have a guy who, who want, who's down to host. He's driving all the way up from Long Beach. And this guy drove all the way up to host for 20 minutes. And he's like, it's a great, sh-. you know, Michael's telling me like, it's a great show. The producer. Mm -hmm. He's saying, it's a great show. We ask where everyone's from, kind of get the crowd into it. The host goes up, doesn't do any of that. Right. And and proceeds to bomb. And I mean bomb. bomb. Yeah, yeah. Not a single laugh. Totally. To the point that it's hurting him. And and to the point that he has the look of like, how much time? How much more abuse? Yeah, when can I leave? Uh, Not a single laugh. And he... I mean, every joke just falling as flat as possible. Uh-huh. And at some point he goes, you guys don't like me very much. You know, it, it got personal, which yeah. was even more painful. And so they weren't even trying to let him off the hook, it sounds like. Sometimes crowds will be like, yeah, we're not laughing, but I'll still clap. They clapped in the beginning very loudly. Right. They clapped at the end very loudly. <laughs> even they, louder. They were present. <laughs> they were present. So he bombs his face off. And at one point he goes, 
Oh, how many how many of you guys have ever been to a comedy show before? And slowly in perfect unison, yeah. every single hand in attendance. It wasn't an empty room. Got it. So uh, he gets the light halfway through his 20-minute set. Okay. And Matt goes up to very, like an untrusting crowd. Sure. And halfway through Matt's set, he starts to finally get them to start laughing. Right, he's cracking them up. Yeah, he's cracking them up and kind of like, well, here's what I'm joking about. You know, like, right. I hope you guys love the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> and he does like a bunch of Holocaust material, uh, and at, very by, topical. <laughs> totally, <laughs> it's in the now. Yeah. So he finishes his set. I go up, and I'm I'm. So he finishes his set. The host doesn't come to take him off stage. The producer is like, "You sit tight, collect your fu- whatever self esteem you have left. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go up there, and I'm gonna uh, uh, bring up. I'm gonna host the rest of the show." Well, he was that bad. Wow. So he goes up, <clears throat> tries to get the crowd up again, and then brings me up. And I go up ready for fucking war. Right. You know, I'm like, you guys aren't, they're not going to laugh at any of these jokes. Let's fucking sell yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm ready to, uh, yeah, I'm ready to comment on it. You're like, you, in your head, you're like, I know what I'm going to do when this joke bombs. Exactly. You know what I'm going to do when this joke bombs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And um, I went up and did fine. Like, right. I did, I left okay with who I am. Because, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, standalone you probably didn't do great but like for the show and for that room you did great yeah i mean like matt mike like the they they were pretty much the only two so just to be clear four white dudes on the show yeah oh interesting well wait no three so i get off during my set i'm telling like maybe my last like closing bit story Mm -hmm. and this kind of heavy set woman midway in the audience to one wall but mm-hmm. sitting by herself pretty much everyone came in by themselves they're like staying in this hostel got it this woman's sitting against the wall and she's laughing having a good time and then towards the end set of my story her arm is just raised pointing straight at the corner of the room looking straight ahead not gesturing to me not and i look at where she's pointing there's nothing there and she's just holding her arm in this brick, it looks like an old chapel of a room. And yeah, do you hostel. think she's like a ghost? I thought she was haunted. Yeah. So it was so jarring to me that I didn't even. I wanted to be like, "What do you, you know?" But I, I'm like, I don't have much time. It I'm sucks doing when it story. happens mid story. Yeah. You want always. I mean, both of us. You want to address the Between weird thing the in the room, but it's like if I do it, the story's done. Yeah, exactly. You can't. Go I can't back. go. Where was I? Oh, so I'm holding my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's done. So um, I look over at her and I looked maybe three times throughout the story, just stone faced point. Like she was in a hypnotic state. Damn. So she, you think she was on drugs or something? No, because she seemed, she was like a fairly older, like she just looked like a regular lady. And okay. she was enjoying the show. She had a mask on. Right. And was kind of like I could see her clapping and laughing. I'm like, thank God for people like her in the mm-hmm. audience. that are. I, but it felt like I said a word that a hypnotist ingrained in her. Like I Manchurian candidate her. That's wild. <laughs> and uh, then like. After like the third or fourth time looking over, she was back at the show, like clapping. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. Wow. And did you talk to her after? I did. Well, so I left right after my set. Matt and I were both like, let's get, like, get out of here together. Um, The host, I get off stage, talk to Matt for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, oh, you know, we're kind of talking to each other off the ledge. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, that was rough. Yeah. And then the host who bombed mm-hmm. got a second shot to go up. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) The host. So you. Matt, you were the last comic. No, the producer was going to do the final set. Oh, God. I got it. 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 
So the producer goes on stage, and then Matt and I are talking, and then I see Matt looking back in the room. You can see through the window. I'm right. like, wait, is the host back on stage? So did you- and then and then we asked the producer, we're like, what? did you give him a second chance at stand-up tonight? And the producer goes, I felt so bad. I cut him short, drove all the way from Long Beach, and, and I think he like kind of had a collapse and then just wanted to like try to prove himself again. Oh my so God, he but gets it's on the same crowd. Same exact crowd. He gets up and he goes, remember me? <laughs> I did that in a laugh? No. <laughs> so he's got no shot. They hate him. Did, they did ha- you go back in to watch it? I would have had we to. We couldn't. Like, okay, oh, we no. peeked in for a second uh-huh. and he was just doing like one of the same bits he did earlier. No way. Yes. Yes. Same crowd. <laughs> like, they know the bit, dude. It's not working. It wasn't like they needed an extra bottle of water. It's so funny because that's like a joke that gets made a lot where it's like, all right, put me back up. I want to try again. Mm-hmm. Or like, put me back up. I'm ready to do more. But I've never actually seen it happen. Well, that was what Matt brought up. And I didn't think about it. He's like, yeah. have you ever seen this before? Like, And I was like, I don't think I ever have. And yeah. I said, I have bombed and left and felt... Man, I wish I had another shot tonight. Right. <laughs> you know, here's what I would have done. But I've never seen it come to fruition. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt goes like, what do we do? Like, we, we wanted to leave before he was done. And then he finishes his set and comes out of the silent room. Uh-huh. And Matt goes, you know when you like don't know how to talk to someone? It's just the three of you standing there. <laughs> Matt goes, how'd it go in there? And the guy goes, better. <laughs> Well, then he left. Not he's not going to hang himself, and that is a win of sorts. I hope not. And then and then we to left that night. Yeah, right that night. Yeah. And then we left, and uh, the the producer apparently went on stage, did half an hour, uh-huh. and a fight broke out between someone in the front row and someone in the back row, and, and you weren't there for it. We weren't there for it. He said they fought as if there wasn't a show happening at all, <laughs> like fist fight. No, there was like you're lucky you're all the way back there, bitch. I'll fuck you up right fucking now. <laughs> In the middle of his set. Matt looked at me like, did we die somewhere along the way? And I I told him, like, it feels like Beetlejuice. Like, we were driving on that wooden bridge a second ago. And now we can't leave this house. Like, we left early. We left early, I think, mostly to prove to ourselves that we could go home because we were still alive. That's, That's wild, man. That's what I mean. That's and that's what we and that's what being in LA is. You have to say yes to these shows. Oh yeah, I mean a set's a set. Honestly, I left there like I'm ready to go to the shittiest mic that people right. are intimidated by because I've seen death. Yeah. I've looked death in the death pointed at me from that's the third so row, funny. far right. And the, and Matt texted me along the way, and my Siri like the car was set up so uh, Siri will read it yeah. aloud. So it was just I was like text from Matt leave, and I pressed it while I'm driving. And it's like just let me get this straight. The host bombed, got removed from the show, came back, bombed, and then with the exact same material. And then the next text went, I'm just trying to get my story straight for the police report. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, comedy is a treat sometimes. Damn, dude. And then last night I go to the improv where it's just people like that host that don't have jokes, but mm-hmm. they're somehow mad at the audience. Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're yeah. like, this is your fault. They're like, they're like, just got a flat tire yesterday again. All right. Tough crowd. <laughs> you haven't even said anything. 
Oh, you hate tire material? All <laughs> oh, right, I do now. <laughs> right, more of a uh, jet ski crowd, huh? Ugh. Yeah, I was in a good mood when this pod started, but you always bring me back down to earth. Stand up, my reminder of Los Angeles comedy. Yeah, yeah, that is Los Angeles comedy in a nutshell. It's the, it's weird. Like so my show's good. Your show's great. Yeah, which is kind of a magical thing because it doesn't doesn't ever go that way here. Yeah, but I'm gonna do my best to destroy it from the inside. Okay, I'm down. I don't for want you espionage. to have nice things. Keep it interesting. Keep yeah, my yeah, life yeah, interesting, yeah. man. That's right. Shake it up. You know what was the saddest thing is like mm-hmm. I I I think we need real jobs. Okay. Because I went to Trader Joe's and uh-huh. I wanted to tell you the story last week, right? But I forgot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I went to Trader Joe's grocery shopping, and the guy checking out me out uh, had uh, he saw my Niners mask, mm-hmm. and he said, 49ers fan, huh?" And I said, "Yep, yep, big Niners fan. What about you?" He's like, "Oh, well, I I have been cheering for the Rams lately," <laughs> and I'm like, "That's good." He goes, "And I know that we play you guys twice a year." <laughs> and I go, "Yep, same division." And then I'm thinking like, okay, this guy knows nothing about football. Right. He goes, I went to uh, the Chargers uh, 49ers game, actually, the preseason. It's so fun. I'm like, oh, how's the stadium? He's like, it's really cool. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's great. And he goes, and I'm going uh, this weekend for the Rams something. And I'm like, you're going again? And he's like, yep. And I'm thinking like, how much money do you make at Trader right. Joe's? I'm saving up for one football ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this guy's going all the time. And he Seems to have just gotten interested in football <laughs> right, like, that like, week. Giving it a shot. Going to see what <laughs> right. it's all about. Right. He goes, uh, I like the blue and the yellows. It's kind of all over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I root against the reds. <laughs> right. Because I know that our teams are blues. We're, yeah. He goes, I, I see blue and I think, okay, now that's us. Now, it got confusing because we played a blue. <laughs> But uh, turns out one team wears white, and that can be your team. It can be, <laughs> it can be your two team. Two different teams. So you could be rooting for blue because you're blue. Turns out, found out around halftime, third quarter-ish, we weren't blue that time. I mean, it's a little blue, but ter- we were white. And I go, it costs the average person $1,000 <laughs> to experience what you've experienced twice in two weeks. <laughs> yep. And he goes, yeah, it's uh, my favorite new game. <laughs> It, like, broke my heart. I left there like, fuck you, man. He's just, like, also got into this other thing recently called music. <laughs> right. Have you heard music? Right. He's like, I've been collecting something they're calling art. <laughs> it's, um... There's a Van Gogh. Gogh. It pleases my eye aesthetically. <laughs> and you can put it on your wall. You can put it in a safe. I have it leaned against a corner. <laughs> Which I've been told is not good for something this expensive. Um, But I just can't decide on where I'm going to place this painting in my four-story home. (laughs) I've been getting into stories. Now, would you like a bag? They're 10 cents each. (laughs) I'm like, nope, I can't. (laughs) Can't afford it. I got to save up. (laughs) It was wild. The way he talked about football for a man that had two tickets in two weeks. Right, yeah. That is fun. It drove me nuts. I bet. It's not a sports town, really. No, it's not. You know, and it's like... Seattle, it feels like they need two more teams. They're such totally. a sports they, town. And they need a basketball team. Back. Back. Yeah. And it'll happen, but like, it needs to happen soon now. Yeah. It needs to have already happened. I, as much as I like hate the Seahawks, I respect a city that's just like, yeah. we got University of Washington. We have mm-hmm. the Seattle Sounders. Right. You know, They're like huge. They, they cheer for teams that you're like, what league is that? Yeah. You know? 
Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I know this gets said a lot, but like bad weather towns, right? Better sports fans. Yeah. And, and like the thing with San Diego is like we're not great fans. Yeah. I don't really, but it's like even the joke is like, well, why would you go to a Padre game? You would go anywhere else. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, there's something to that. Right. In Seattle, you know, it's really it's, pretty when you face away from the game. At the <laughs> stadium. There's ocean right there. Did you know that? <laughs> the ocean never lets you down. Right, right. San Francisco's like that too, where it's like, take a walk around the stadium. Mm-hmm. Don't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look at the game. Yeah. Um but then you got like my I had a, a friend who played uh, wide receiver for Nebraska. Okay, you have an entire state with no team, right? No sport. Mm-hmm. They have Nebraska football, yep. Husker corn. They got corn, mm-hmm. and they got football. That's right. That's what we do in Nebraska. Shuck, <laughs> we shuck and we fuck. Uh huh. And. Cheer for football. <laughs> and you go over there and you're like, I always thought Iowa was more the corn state. That gets under their skin. Oof. Oof. Don't Oof. bring up Iowa. Oof. They, they, mm. they, uh, they'll put you in a headlock. Yep. You won't forget. Can of corn. The thing about Nebraska, too, is like they've had good teams, but like it's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So my buddy, he, he always wanted to play for USC back in the day. Pete Carroll. He sure. was a really good wide receiver. And he came, for, he was in Marin. No, he was uh, Eureka, actually. Okay. But um, just a massive man. Right. Like a freak of nature. And played at City College San Francisco, lived with Got me it. in San Francisco. And then he was like, I'm waiting for you. I'm holding out for USC. I don't care about anyone else. Because he was like the best in this in this right. country. And um, his Nebraska was like, just please take a visit out here. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, all right, I'll take a free flight. And, you know, I like to be wine and dine or whatever. So he he's like on the fl- the he had to take a connecting flight to get to Lincoln. Right. They on, don't have a direct no, SFO to Lincoln no, flight. Believe Weird. it or not. So on the way to the connecting flight, uh, or whatever mm-hmm. you know, the layover. On the way to the first stop. Okay, got it. People on the flight are explaining to him how he's going to be a perfect fit in their offense. It's <laughs> <laughs> like looking around. We're like, not even going to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> know me yeah like he didn't wasn't wearing any i mean right. he, he stood out he's like a large black right. man but he was just like I, i'm a junior college football like you right. know who i am well that, that that's good recruiting they it's had people on the flight phenomenal yeah and, but it was people in the state mm-hmm. and then what he what they do is like uh there's you know blue chips there's a scene uh, uh where they kind of have like the speakers the movie blaring blue chips. yeah yeah, yeah. There's the 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 sound system playing crowd noises, right, yeah, chanting yeah, yeah. your name, yeah, yeah. you know, like this could be you someday. Mm-hmm. He walked into the stadium in Nebraska, an actual crowd was there. Fuck. Chanting his last name. That's wild. And uh they fucking just like treated him like a king and he's like, I'm going to Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. I like it. So he there. went to Nebraska. Went to Nebraska. How'd he do? Great. He was a really good football player, got some off the field issues. Um but I think it came with just not like, a good character guy. Locker room problem. He had been through a lot. He had been through sure. a lot. He had lost his his uh, girlfriend passed away in a car accident the same Damn. year. His brother was shot at a gas station. Fuck. It was like a rough, really hard year for him. But and you then, still got to catch it if it hits your hands. It's not and an he did. Oh, he did. Good. He was a phenomenal receiver. Like went to the combine, um, but he didn't get drafted. He lived in a town where all drinks are free. Mm-hmm. All food is free. Mm-hmm. People 
fucking are giving you shit. Right. Like he still has a red Escalade with like the Nebraska logo on it that like the local dealership like worked out a price sure. that works for him, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and I think got into like, you know, bar fight. I read in the, in the papers and uh, got pulled over and uh, I think maybe had like a DUI on Cornhusker Boulevard. Damn. So it's just like you're living in this town where some people are like mm-hmm. not okay with you and other people are like, dude, do whatever you want, right. you know, and you're 920. Yeah. Like, bro, I would be the worst version of myself. Yeah. Uh, he played for the Bengals for a few years. He was on Hard Knocks. Oh, hell yeah. He had a scene where uh, they were doing like these, ca- they called it the Oklahoma drill where you hit people really hard. And Roy Williams, the famous like older safety, right. was on the team. And he was joking with the coach in training camp. It's like towards the end of his career, he's like, coach, like let the vets not have to do this shit. You know, like right. I'm not trying to get my head caved in. Yeah. And the coach goes, give him the, the, give him Mo. And it's like my, my yeah. older mate. And he's like, we got to get Mo on him. And Mo fucking leveled him. Like he went to fight and it was like this slow-mo shot and right. the whole team's just jumping around. And I remember him like watching TV being like T.O., when he would see Terrell Owens or Chad Johnson, he would just immediately start doing like as many pushups as he can until he fit. and he was jacked. Right. I and mean, now he's on the same team as T.O. and Chad because they were both on the Bengals that one year together. T.O. was on the Bengals briefly. Yeah. Weird. Less comedy, more football. That's what this. That's about. what. That's awesome, man. Which brings us to our most popular segment on the show. Yep. Ended on a banger. racist or interesting. Yep. Racist. <laughs> it's gonna be racist <laughs> we gotta think of an interesting yeah. one uh, man i went uh, i hiked a runyon with elizabeth took it for the okay. first time very uh very it's a sceny hollywood hike i bring business cards well it's you're on concrete the whole time and it's straight up it's a it's a vertical climb yeah uh the the walk down is straight down yeah, but that hurts more somehow. It does. It does hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see people My, like, sprinting. quads are just shaking. <laughs> yeah. Knees are buckling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's also a very sceny uh, walk. Like people, a lot of famous people. People with their extra venti Starbucks mm-hmm. talking. Extra you know. venti. Does yeah. that exist? It's the most venti. Oh. You can only. Now, you have to be like a celeb to get the extra venti. It's like the 50 50 club in Disney World. <laughs> Got it. Like you, there's a velvet rope behind Starbucks. Like, that, oh, you want extra venti? And then they, and can they see your you, card. If you don't have it, they're like, well, I guess you're getting two ventis then, bud. They go, <laughs> you're a two venti guy. You're not an extra venti guy. They go, you're not a VIP. You're yeah. not special. Yeah. You know, there's a funny like a Air Force insurance company commercial with with Gronk where he's calling to try to get the military right. fucking stolen valor. Yeah. <laughs> But they go like, I'm sorry. What's your what's your member number? And he looks down and he goes like, 87. And then she goes, sir, to be a member, you need at least five to ten numbers. Yep. And then he goes, oh, I'm busted. This is Super Bowl champ Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> and I'm like, who writes these poor fucking commercial scripts? Oh, and then we're just going to have you say, oh, busted. This is Super Bowl champ Rob Gronkowski. That's just the funniest thing that no one would ever say. Right. Anyway, scenic walk up the hill. Got it. Runyon. The amount of times, and you get conversations in passing, right? Mm-hmm. You catch a glimpse? The About ima- the biz. Just, no, not even the biz, <laughs> just like LA vibes. LA vibes, yeah, I got it. Right, it's like I'm in LA. Mm-hmm. The amount of times we heard girls walking by saying, they're just going to let the universe decide. Mm. <laughs> the universe has a full plate this week. <laughs> Just be like, can you guys start asking God again? Because like, I, right. I don't, 
Right. I don't do this. Isn't my sh- problem. Ask the Lord. Yeah. Ask a male white lord, <laughs> bearded authority figure. Because he's just got the planet to worry about. I have the. I'm the universe. Some comic last night did a joke about. Uh, okay, he was talking about birthright. Okay. And then he was basically doing this bit about like. Uh, it's about to get racist. He was doing this bit about. <laughs> Like how they try to make everything like uh, rel- like historically significant. They're like, this stone was David and Goliath. And they, mm-hmm. it was a funny beginning of right. the joke. Like, this is the stone outside of this McDonald's. He's like, yes, they, David was here at this McDonald's. <laughs> and then he goes, um, and the and there's a Pizza Hut next to the McDonald's. Like, that's where Jesus uh, walked on water. And he's like, on the, and he's like, well, you guys don't believe in Jesus? And I was thinking, like, and no one laughed. And he was like, what's, you guys are clearly anti-Semitic, you know, or something right. like that. But it's like, I don't think Jews believe in Jesus. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah, I think he's a prophet. They don't think he was so, the son oh, of God. Oh, they believe he walked on water and shit. I don't know if they believe he walked on water, but they believe he's a person and he existed and he uh, was okay. a good guy. Okay. They just don't subscribe to the son of God or that he is right. God. I know mu- Muslim uh, Islam believed in that. Yeah. Like Jesus is like a pretty popular dude. Right. He was hella close with God. That's yeah, they, a direct translation from Arabic. Hella close. Hella close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think you'll go down as a prophet? I think I'm going to go down as, um, a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And I think a lot of prophets go down as problems. Right. So I think, um, depending on how languages evolve, I could be, uh, something could get lost in translation and I could be incorrectly attributed as a prophet in the future. Right. Yeah. So like a bringer of sorrow. Yeah, a bringer turn into in the age of sorrow, as the, we've touched in the in the great sorrow. The great sorrow. That's what it was. Right. Yes. So you could go down as like Nero, like one of the worst fucking failures. Like Torio brought on the onset of the great sorrow. <laughs> no, I don't think. Uh, I don't mean problem like that. I meant. I think just. I don't think I have the um, work ethic to be a bringer of great sorrow. Mm. You know. But I think I could be a character adjacent in the Great Sorrow saga. You know how comics go like, um, I'm married. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ladies. Yeah. Or I'm dating. Sorry, ladies. Yep. I, I haven't want- heard that in a while, but now that I'm in LA, I have a feeling I'm going to hear it a lot. I'm probably going to hear it. Uh, I want to do it for things that we should actually be sorry to ladies for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like uh, my wife speaks a little too freely for my liking. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> or... Um, I am in full support of the current legislation in Texas. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe life starts at conception. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> well, as long as you're actually sorry. <laughs> I'm, look at me. There was, this, there was this comic last night who I guess opened for Louie back in the day. This like old New York guy. Uh-huh. And he just walked up with like a bunch of notes. And it was all one-liners. Was it funny? It was funny. Yeah. It was refreshing. But between his jokes that would fall flat, he'd go, I'm sorry. I'll only be here a couple more minutes. <laughs> I did like that. And then he would do another, another joke. He'd be like, uh, you know, like, I carry around my stepladder. I was in construction. I bought a stepladder. Never knew my real ladder. Please look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard this guy. Do you know J- his name? Jay London. Jay London. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and you go. I, I'm I'm just an outpatient. I'll be gone in a couple <laughs> is minutes. He, um, did he have long hair or used to? Someone said he used to. He yeah. did not last night. Yeah, yeah. It was Kinda, really it was when really he had funny. long hair. He like looked like a caveman. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, like he's not uh, he's not fully evolved. Yeah, yeah. He looked like which adds 
perfect to his act. Yeah. Honestly, if you look like society should cast you aside, mm-hmm. you know, like lean in, become a comedian. Well, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, just write jokes and look how you look. That's like when you see an attractive comedian, you're like, get the, f- this isn't for you. This isn't for you. Yeah. You also like, who's your writer? Yeah. Because life has been too fair to you mm-hmm. for you to be. No one's going to trust your fun. take on the world. Right. You better have been fat as fuck as a kid. You Jerry O'Connell. Handsome, charming. He's the fat kid in Stand By Me. I know he was, but it's he's still, he's too handsome. Don't do comedy. Stay in your lane. Keep acting. I think he's got a good sense of humor. Your mom has a good sense of humor. I don't think that's true. Yeah, she's she doesn't get My family doesn't get comedy a lot. Yeah. My mom still asks me, how's the magazine? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? I go, like my job? <laughs> she goes, yeah, you work for a magazine. You work for a magazine, joke right. And I'm like... It's good, yeah. We're selling issues. Actually, my mom is finally starting to catch on a little bit. I don't know if she started following Hesby Street Pod on oh, Instagram. Yeah. But she called me the other day, and I'm not making this up. She goes, are the calendars out yet? I said, oh, not yet, no. mom. She goes, I want to. <laughs> she wants to buy two <laughs> She wants to buy two copies. I said, mom, a little concerning, but yeah. I love it. Actually, that is um, that makes sense. Well, I think your mom and I really hit it off in Tahoe. Honestly, dude, it would melt my heart for my mom to find a guy like you. You think I'm a good guy? I think you're a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Man. Most of the time. Yeah. If my mom came to me crying, my first reaction would go, what did he do? <laughs> what did he do this time? Yeah. Well, that's fair. Can we can we give a shout out to... Uh, I'm doing shout outs now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got we to gotta make money somehow. Shout out to people who are friends with a toxic couple and telling the person, I'm glad you guys are separated. Now you can find your way. <laughs> and then they get back together. <laughs> that is a tough spot to be. Have in. you ever been that person? Oh, absolutely. It's a rough one. Yeah. Because then you go, um, I'm okay with you not talking to me anymore. Because now you've told them. Yeah. You've told them how I feel. Mm-hmm. That's a tough place to be. It is a tough place to be. <laughs> I uh, I respect the hell out of that friend. Did that happen to you? Is there a, is there a story coming, or it's just a no? I just think that's yeah. a person that deserves a shout out. I don't think you know they go Absolutely. home. They go home. They go to work. They get shit on at work. I'm the kind of person like if I don't like your significant other, I'm I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. And I understand. And I'm not I'm not, I'm not a stupid person. You tell a friend because you're a friend. Well, sometimes you keep your mouth shut right. because it's like, well, they make you happy. Yeah. But if I feel like they're being so problematic that it's, I don't want, I, I don't longer want to hang out. It's hurting me, my existence with you. Yeah. Or I think that they're just, it's bad. I'm willing to put my friendship on the line to be like, because I know I'm not going to get picked over the significant other. Right. That's not how life works. Right, 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 right. But I am the kind of person that. Uh, so you're not going to say it's either me or her. No, no, no. I would, I mean, I would never. But it is either you or her. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I, I have been in that spot where I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, he'll be like, you want to hang out? I'm like, I don't, not with her. Oh, really? Not yeah. with her? Damn. Yeah. That would hurt. Yeah. And I, I, you know. Good for you, dude. Yeah, you got to live your life. Have you always been that way? Uh, yeah. Or did you like hit a breaking point where you're like, I'm going to not give a fuck anymore? There's, it's not like I do it all the time. I hang out no, with no. people I don't enjoy. Right. But right, there's right. certain people where it's just like, oh, I'd rather not exist in a, her a reality that she's in. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Or him. Or he. Right. They. They. It. Us. Them. Um, Shiva. The devil. The devil is everywhere. 
Okay, good pod. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's not true. No, I'm I'm just in a weird place. I'm gaining my weight back. Should we cancel this? The calendar? Absolutely. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>